Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. I've known a handful of people who know just what to say in any given moment. Their words are refreshing and fitting. After all, the right word spoken at the right time is as beautiful as gold apples in a silver bowl. Proverbs 25, 11. But I've also known people who definitely do not have that skill. So it's reasonable to conclude, your words matter. Thanksgiving is an opportunity to express words of strong gratitude to family, friends, to God, and into your own soul. Today's content explores how your words matter. Think of someone who always seems to lift you up. They have the knack of directing words into a scenario or into a heart that helps channel the outcome into a healthy direction. That's a desirable power. Did you know you have power to make words golden? In fact, your words can make a significant difference. All right, this is a scripture dissection, so we're going to tear into your words matter. But first, I suggest take a look at the initial article that explains how and why we introduce scripture dissection every few weeks in our article rotation. That article, or episode if you're listening, is called Tear Into It. For today's content, let's tear into Ephesians 4.29, especially as we go into Thanksgiving. This message is full of instruction. Incidentally, did you know Scripture takes a strong position about what you say? Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Apparently, what comes out of your mouth matters to God. So let's look at each phrase of this verse and pull out helpful directives for thanksgiving and for everyday living. So Ephesians 4.29, there are four basic elements. First, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. Second, but only what is helpful for building others up. Third, according to their needs. And fourth, that it may benefit those who listen. So now let's dissect Your Words Matter. With each scripture dissection, we engage four focuses. First, what does it say? Second, what does it mean? Third, make it personal. And fourth, make a commitment. So first of all, what does it say? Simply put, this verse says your words matter but they matter in very practical ways each day. This verse identifies what not to talk about, any unwholesome talk. It should not come out of your mouth. But it also says what to talk about. Incidentally, it gives some pretty interesting and creative descriptions of what is good to say. 
Again, first of all, only what is helpful for building others up. Second, according to their needs. And third, that it may benefit those who listen. So that's what this verse says. The second thing we're going to look at is what does it mean? Let's start with unwholesome talk. And to do justice to this question, I'm pulling a variety of translations of this same verse to see how they express ideas of unwholesome talk. The first translation. Do not let unwholesome, and it says foul, profane, worthless, or vulgar words ever come out of your mouth. The next translation, let no harmful language come out of your mouth. Third, when you talk, don't say anything bad. Another one, don't use bad language. How about this one? Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul or dirty come out of your mouth. Or this one, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Here's another one. Watch your talk. No bad words should be coming from your mouth. And this. Don't use foul or abusive language. And then another one. Let no worthless word proceed out of your mouth. And a couple more. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths. And finally, don't let even one rotten word seep out of your mouth. Well, those various translations, and there are many more, give a picture of what not to talk about. At the same time, what to talk about looks more like this. The phrase, only what is helpful for building others up. Words are supposed to be helpful to others, to quite literally build them up into who God created them to be. Now that takes wisdom. The second was according to their needs. The words spoken need to be specific to another person's needs. What will help them to be more like Christ, to be encouraged, to be refreshed, and so on? Now that takes discernment. And then the third portion was that it may benefit those who listen. What you say is for the hearer's benefit, not yours. So don't say something to make yourself look or feel better. Say what God wants spoken into another person's life. Now that takes listening to God's still, small voice. That's what this verse means. On to the third component. Make it personal. We're going to talk about golden words. Beautiful golden words bring honor, a positive outlook, and positive energy to a situation. Consequently, blessed is the person who trains daily to speak this way sincerely. It's noteworthy that God's written word is filled with golden words, and God's living word, who is Jesus, the God-man, always speaks wisdom healing, understanding, compassion, hope, and power. The very idea that God spoke 
all creation into being is incredible. Consequently, shouldn't your words match the flavor of God's words? After all, you are formed in His image. You have capacity to speak in ways that persuade, inspire, include, define, provide justice, and advocate for others. Why not bring some gold into every interaction? Well, we've talked about golden words. Now we're going to have to talk about terrible words. Poorly chosen words create another kind of power, but it does not lift others up. Those words create tension, upset, and confusion. As you know, our world is full of terrible words. Yet, friendships, family, and community interactions are valuable. So shouldn't we bring our best words into those places? You've known people who use terrible words, and they can make those words sound so good, smooth, slippery, slathered with too much of nothing that helps. Or they can sound cutting, cruel, rude, and unkind. They sound self-serving and self-promoting. Scripture is full of warnings about words. Proverbs 29.20 says, Do you see someone who speaks in haste? There is more hope for a fool than for them. So even hasty words are unhelpful. Poorly chosen words mess with your heart, your attitude, and your purpose. And I can confidently say they also mess with another person's heart, attitude, and purpose. You know what I mean from your personal experience when poor words have been spoken into your life. You have power to avoid terrible words. Clip it. Hold your tongue. Go to prayer, even right in the moment, and humbly ask for God's words in place of your own. Well, Thanksgiving words also matter. Yes, Thanksgiving is an opportunity to take inventory of your words. Subsequently, how thankful are you? How kind, gracious, and solution-oriented? When things go poorly or others sin against you, do your words slip away from a platform of gratitude? Interestingly, even in conflict, a thankful heart has power to solve problems. And so, if another person responds poorly, you have the power to keep your own heart from sin. God commands to give thanks in all things, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. So that's your platform of gratitude and word usage. God's Word says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart Be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Psalm 19, verse 14. So, golden words don't just flow out of your mouth. They flow from your thoughts and heart. Therefore, words have yet another power. They give away what's going on inside you. 
Desiring to please God with what you say is a gift that you give back to Him. Besides being golden to Him, you become one of those people who just knows what to say. This Thanksgiving, will you join me in taking inventory of words, attitudes, thoughts, and actions? James 3 verse 2 says, We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. Let's make it our goal to be perfect, as our Heavenly Father is perfect, from Matthew 5, verse 48. So that was the section under Make It Personal. Now we're going on to Make a Commitment. First of all, as you take inventory of your words, what do you notice? Next, have you wielded the power to be one of those people who just knows what to say, no matter what. The third thing I would ask you, wouldn't that be a great target to aim for? Not only would you benefit from such an endeavor yourself, so would everyone else who knows you. Then the fourth thing I would want you to think about, since words represent meditations of your heart, what do you think about during most of your day? The fifth thing to think about, do you keep thought and word standards high or do they slip under pressure? And then the final thing, why not take inventory this Thanksgiving to test your words and thoughts? Let them be pleasing to God. I have a special announcement for the month of November. I want to invite you to participate in a free online course we are offering during the month of November. It's called Prepare for Christmas Without Missing It. You can jump in all month for tips and ideas to navigate busy Christmas days. You'll find step-by-step strategies and practical ideas. The content shows how to enjoy a peaceful yet meaningful Christmas. You may be the Christmas point person at your house. Be ready to create an atmosphere of excitement, richness, even magic, and fun memories. Set aside the stress and frustration that often accompanies the holiday season, and instead connect with Emmanuel, God with us, in a deeper way. See how to create time and energy to connect with people and special traditions. If you experience sadness, depression, or grieving, there is even a session designed to help you find fresh hope and a bit more joy. So sign up for this free resource today and prepare for Christmas without missing it. It's not too late to sign up because you have to the end of November. Go to this page www.aliveandactivelife.org forward slash courses. I also want to tell you about a couple of other really great holiday resources. Celebrate Advent, a life response to Emmanuel, is a wonderful devotional tool to use December 1 through 31 to help prepare your heart for Christmas. Short, simple, meaningful, each day, and content principles are keepers 
every day of the year. If you order now, you'll be ready to use on December the 1st. It is paperback and ebook, and it is featured in our free online course. Another great holiday tool is Prepare for Christmas Without Missing It. It is an ebook that features so many things we talk about in the free online course in November. This tool has helped people break out of holiday busyness and into hope and meaningful celebration. It is an ebook and it is featured in our online course. Both books make beautiful gifts. Check them out in our online store. I also invite you to follow us on your favorite social media. Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles. Plus, tune in to our weekly podcast using your preferred podcast app. Or use our online player at the top of each article. Visit our website for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and ebooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.